episode 43. Hi there. We're doing it. Here we are. Again. Hey, we're 10 away from a year. Yeah. How about that? I'm excited about that. look at us. Who'd have thought? (laughs) Who'd have thought? I love that Hot One show. I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't either. Once they went to the pandemic and it was all like virtual, it wasn't as good. It's not as funny. Yeah. But, But he was up for like... Uh, Grant an Emmy or something? Really? Yeah, for like an online talk show. Yeah, like Sean Evans. Is that his name? I think so. So there's a guy that we know. We know a guy. There's a there's a guy that we know. Uh, uh, um, James Brown. Yeah. You, you know that he's a pepper guy. Wait, what do you mean? Like he make he grows peppers. He gets them. Okay. And he does like a pepper eating contest for this other event. Okay. Was at his house the other night and he was like, hey, I got, um, I got some like habaneros or I got some uh, like pepper X stuff. I was like, mm, I like peppers, but I don't like hate myself. I don't, yeah. I don't want to go around with that. It's but, torture. But he's a pepper guy. Um, I like hot sauce and I like to try it. I like to like, that's, that's the one thing I can do easily to kind of like, Give me some like adrenaline. Nice. I, I live a pretty safe <laughs> life. Like I, I don't. I'm not doing anything that's like, ooh, this gets me excited. I'm skydiving. But having like super hot sauce. Yeah. On a chicken wing, like I'll try it. Yeah. Have you seen? Uh, it's a show on Netflix called We Are the Champions. Uh, I've seen the banner, but I, I haven't seen it. You should watch it. It's really good. Uh, it's narrated by Rain Wilson, Dwight from yeah. The Office. But it just like, I think there's only six episodes or so, but it just goes around and talks about these weird competitions around the world. Nice. Uh, and one of them is the world's hottest chili eating competition. And let me tell you that, I don't want to have anything to do with that. They look miserable. I mean, it, 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 here's the deal. It's probably miserable for sure for that. And they win like 400 bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what, I'm good. You're probably miserable. You're for sure in a lot of pain. Yeah. For like that, like hour, two hours. Yeah. But you're you're not feeling great for probably the next oh. 24, 48. They eat some of these peppers that are so hot, it literally just comes back out of their stomach. You know that there's... Their so body like, just pushes think, it back out. So there's like one guy, I think in North Carolina, yeah. that's like the pepper guy. And he's yeah. the one that creates all these. He, he's, in, he's in the Is show. He? Yeah. Yes. So he's also the one for the hot one, Sean Evans, where he goes and gets like the hot sauces from him yeah that's like hey pepper x this is like greater than like the carolina reaper right which he made so uh in this and like apparently he has a few that no one even knows of he's yeah. like i'm just reserving these for so in the show the carolina reaper which i thought was like the hottest pepper was like seven from the end yeah of the hottest and it's this guy's like weird hybrid peppers that are just so hot nope it's bananas I'm not, I'm not about that. No, man. I like spicy food, but I like hot, like I like to go to a place and be like, give me one of your hot or, you know, can I get a sauce of your hottest sauce? Yeah. And I'll try it. But who wants to like have a meal? Like I want 20 wings of the devil sweat or whatever they call it. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not about that. Negative. I'm not about that. Well, Hey, I got, I got an update guys. Last episode. We got more text <laughs> and conversations about Tree City USA. My interns are sending me pictures with signs saying Birmingham, Tree City USA. And my wife's like, no, it's in Hoover. Hoover has a sign called Tree City USA. Apparently everybody has a sign. So here's the deal. I did a little research. Any city in America can become a Tree City USA. There you go. There's four standards you have to meet. Tell us the standards. I don't know them all. One of them is that you have to have a budget of like $2 per capita Oh. towards tree service. One, you have to have a day, like an Arbor Day. Um, Plant a tree. Just like recognition. Okay. And then you have to have like a board. You have to create like a committee board. There's one other thing. But it was like... I mean, you can go online right now, guys. If you were to look up Google how to become Tree City USA, <laughs> and there's a website, and any city can fill it out. So what you're saying is, I was you, right and wrong. You were right, as in <laughs> Birmingham is a Tree City USA. So is Bluff Park where we live, like Hoover. 
Um, and there's a bunch of, I mean, there's, I don't know how many, I didn't go that far research, how many is actually um, in our state that is it. <laughs> but the website says thousands of cities <laughs> are a Tree City USA. So oh, all the people that are texting me going, I've seen that sign too. You have. <laughs> so technically we are, but that's not our I was just really nickname. proud of it. I was just proud of it. I mean, God, we've done 42 of these. This is 43, right? Yeah. But we've done 42 of these, and I think I've gotten more comments <laughs> about Tree City USA than any other one. So you just put a little misinformation out there, and people go wild. I don't I mean, yeah, let's think about 44. What <laughs> other miss deal we could put out there? We can... Hit it up. I don't know. There you go. So yesterday was weird here at church. It was weird. It was the first day that I truly felt that we are back from hmm. being somewhat normal. Yeah. So we have our church yard sale going on. There were people here. We did some yard sale pickups. There's people in the gym working and pricing and getting that ready for the Saturday. VBS starts Sunday. Mm. I felt like there was 97 kids here yeah. running around. Just literally running around. Going crazy. There's moms here and dads here working and cutting out things and set designing. And like, it was a weird buzz. Like there was like a lot of people here on a random Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday was Tuesday. I don't know what day it was. Uh, it just it just felt good. Also, here we're last Sunday was our second week. Yeah. To not wear masks. Yeah. We also brought back, which oh, got the biggest applause at our church. Yes. Free donuts, free coffee, <laughs> and sausage biscuits. We do that every Sunday, and it came back, and it was there was a buzz in the air. Just felt good. There was crumbs everywhere. There was crumbs like, everywhere. Crumbs all in the foyer. All these kids with just donut face. Mm -hmm. It was it was awesome. So we're starting to see now. It kind of coming back. Yeah. Which is totally different from when me and you started this in my office doing our little live stream show. This was birthed out of the pandemic. Yeah. And then we did this for thirty weeks, twenty some odd weeks, and then people said this should be a podcast. <laughs> we were like. You say so. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we got tired of being up here every Wednesday night. Mm. And then we decided to do this. There you go. So now we're here on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. Doing this. Um, but hey, hopefully, wherever you're listening to this, we have no new um, updates and stuff like that. But share. And if you like it, tell your friends about it. Um, yeah. Just tell your friends about it. We hope that you guys enjoy this. We enjoy doing it. Um, and I even forget what our talk. Oh, no, we talked about our work last week. Yeah. Talking about our jobs and just, just a little bit about us, how we got into ministry. Um, so hopefully you were blessed by that. Um, sorry for it. It was the longest podcast we have ever done. I think it was like an hour and 11, hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, how'd that happen? We had no notes. We maybe that's, that's how it happened. Th maybe that's how it happened. That we just sat here and said, oh, it'll be a 35-minute quick one. And then we're way over that. There you go. But it's all good. We do have topic today. We do have some notes today. Yeah. Going to jump into a topic that I believe, and we've said this before, and it's hard. It's hard for me to know, like, over the whole pandemic when we did our show on Wednesday nights. I say show. <laughs> we did our class that was on Facebook, Instagram, Vimeo, yeah. YouTube Live. We did that. Like, are we doing some of the same things? And probably. Yeah. But I don't think we ever hit on this topic specifically. I think this topic um, weaves its way through a lot of things that we talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Especially from just the way our show is mm. of us just talking about being Christian in the South, being Christian in America, mm -hmm. being fathers, being being um, mothers, being, I mean, we can't talk on that, <laughs> but with, being parents. Right. Right. Um, and, and, and our whole goal, and I don't know last time we said this, but our whole goal is we just want to just talk about the Bible yeah. and hopefully you gain knowledge of God and hopefully you gain a little bit of knowledge of how we're called to live. Mm -hmm. um, we're not sitting here telling you guys that we do this perfectly. A lot of times, I mean, we are literally across a table. <laughs> literally, we're literally talking to each other because we're like, we both need to hear this yeah. stuff. So um, don't, don't get this... Um, don't get this thinking that uh, uh, we are preaching at mm, you. Yeah. 
we're talking to ourselves. We're having, we're having a conversation like we would in our office yep. on how can we better ourselves. So our topic this morning, today, whenever you listen to this, is uh, a very broad one mm-hmm. on humility, mm-hmm. on being humble. Right. And I'm going to promise you this, we're not going to hit everything that the Bible says about it. Yep. If not you, possible. If you were to, it's possible. Be a it, really long it, it would be the longest podcast yeah. ever done. There's over a hundred plus verses that mention prideful and humility mm-hmm. and being humble and in that. And, and, and there's so many more. So we're not going to hit all those. Um, but we just kind of want to dive, dive into what does it mean to be humble? Are we called to be humble? And what does that look like in today's culture and yeah. life? Because spoiler I think it is one of the first roadblock, stumbling block sins that ever occurred mm. to man. Yeah. And it has been here ever since. Yeah, I'd agree. And with it that. hasn't gone away. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I would almost say idol worship is probably there, but we don't do golden statues of mm. things. And we talked about this before on yeah. our podcast. We don't have the, a golden statue, but we worship other things for sure. status money whatever it may be but i think this is probably before that mm-hmm. um, just going back to adam and eve right of don't eat from this tree the devil saying well he doesn't want you to eat this tree because he doesn't want you to know what he knows mm. adam and eve being like well i want to know and so not having that humble or more that prideful spirit of being like well i deserve to know i right. want to know i should know and then them eating it and going on. So I think all the way from Genesis, early Genesis to now, that's what we struggle with. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Christianity uh, doesn't have like a, a corner on the humility market. I think that, you know, this is a theme in pretty much every major world religion. And even in like, uh, you know, the self-help, you know, like it's a common uh part of the human condition to not be humble. And I think that uh, lots of people have identified that a path to success or well-being is, you know, adding humility into your life. Um, But I do think there's some uh, unique things about, you know, the Christian walk um, that, and, and it's definitely, you know, like you said, this is foundational to what it means to follow Jesus. And you've got some cool stuff to share about that well I, I yeah so my goal is to just get a little practical i know you got some verses to share on what it looks like we're gonna look a little bit at jesus mm-hmm. and just kind of you know, like a story about how he kind of shows that but I, I for for me i think one of the balance is or one of the challenges is that we are called to live differently mm-hmm. every day right so we are called to be a different if if you claim to be christian mm. Then, then we are to live, and I would say a higher standard mm-hmm. to a different standard than the rest of the world. And we put world as non non Christians, right? And to that, you you have to live differently, mm. and to do that means it's it's probably going to be hard, right? It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think if you were to live humbly, mm. that would be an in our society, probably one of the hardest. Mm. And I think the most impactful for other people to see it. Right. Like if you want to show people Jesus, I think if you live humbly, you're going to show that. Mm. And I, but I think it's hard. Yeah. And I know it's hard. Yeah. And I know it's difficult because of the outside world and just how they portray yeah. everything else. Well, I think, uh, I think this has always been hard um, for people. And, you know, like if you think about the work and ministry of Jesus as this creation or the institution of a new humanity, like a new kingdom. And, and when you're living in this new kingdom, God's kingdom, you're living under his rule. And uh, humility is a big part of that. I think that's always been hard. I think it's always been countercultural. Yeah. But like, man, this moment we're living in now, like the social media moment where I, mean, I don't care if my, my whole life is trash what you see of me in social media is like, I'm living like a rock star. I got a perfect family. We're beautiful. We have money, all I this mean, stuff. And there's people that are uh, now they call them like influencers, right. right? Like you see them online, all these things that will like take a picture of them with like a Bentley. Yeah. 
that's not theirs <laughs> or they have rented for a day yeah. or this stuff. And it's just to be like, Hey, I'm on a private jet. And it's like, that's, that's not your private jet, <laughs> but it's, but it's because they want to put this, like, yeah. look at my status, mm -hmm. look at me and not living a humble life. Now a humble life doesn't mean you have to live a poor, nothing lie. Mm -hmm. I, mean, yeah. I don't mean that. But it's like, a mindset. It's a, it's a, it's a mind, way of being. Yeah. And it's not like, look how awesome, look how awesome. Now, right. Now we do that when we take, you know, pictures of our kids going on vacation, we're not going to pick the worst picture, right? Right. You know, we want to pick a good picture, but I think it's the mindset of how you are when you kind of go into that being like, I want more people to see this. I want more likes. I yeah. want more views. Yeah. And, and there's even now camps mm. for kids to learn how to be YouTube stars, mm -hmm. to learn how to be Instagram influencers. And you go to camp and learn, here's how to take pictures. Yeah. Here's what you should tag it with. Here's how, and they kind of teach them, here's how you could be more seen and noticed. And it's like, dang. I mean, I mean, if you're doing that, if you're on kind of like a, if you're on that, you know, kind of like a Tim Tebow level where it's like, well, he does it all to kind of glorify God mostly right. of like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing these camps and I'm helping out with these kids. Great. Yeah. But I would say 99% of people doing this are more just like, I want to make money. I want to be famous. I want to be known. I want to be in Instagram, TikTok, Twitter influencer or whatever right. it may be. And that, that, that's just the wrong mindset to be like, I want people to see me. Yeah. And that's kind of opposite of what we're called to be. Yeah. It's, you just hit on one of the most interesting and probably, I mean, I'm not like a psychologist or like a whatever you want to call it, but maybe one of the more dangerous aspects of this moment that we live in. It's like, you know, in the fifties or sixties, like if you were big balling and, and you wanted to like impress people, you had a pretty small circle of people that you could kind of impress oh, yeah. and I get some feedback yeah. from like now you, your whole life can be wrapped up in trying to impress people around the world yes. and you get instant feedback. You know, if this picture or video that you put out there was popular or not popular. And like, you know, there's been studies done on the brain chemistry oh, yes. and like what this does to us. And so it's something we need to be aware of for sure. This isn't a social media episode. Like no, that's no, not no, what no. we're talking about. We can it have just, that later on. It is a part of our society now. And uh, I think that. And I think that's a real way of like how we can act to be humble in this Yeah, as, as well as, you know, like what is your motives, mm -hmm. you know, to do these things. Um, it is okay if you want to be successful, if you want to do these things, but it's like, what is your motive? Is it more of this, I want people to see me, I want to be lifted up, or is it, hey, I get a platform that I can lift God up, mm -hmm. that I can shine more light on Him. Yeah. What is your motive That's in two this? two totally different minds. Yeah, yeah, because there is famous people that, do, again, like Tim Tebow, that do that well, um, that you know have that platform and do it well, but he does it, for his, for his glory, uh, for God's glory and not his. Are you okay? I'm bleeding over here and I don't know from what or why. Well, you show me the scab you picked. I don't, I don't know if there was a scab there, but I've got blood all over me. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to push through. Man. All right. All right. It's good times. It's weird. Um, as we kind of look at this, there's, there's one thing that I want to hit. Um, there's a C.S. Lewis quote. It's a famous quote about, about humility. Okay. And it says, humility is not thinking less of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's thinking of yourself less. Mm. Right. And so when I talk to teens, this is one thing that I try to hit hard. And I think it's big for a lot of people. We are in a society of, I, I would say a lot of anxiety and depression mm -hmm. and self negative worth and thinking. And that's not what being humble and being humility means, right? It's not everyone else deserves to be higher than me. So I'm going to lower myself, which means I think less of myself. It's, it's not, well, I'm no good. I'm not the best. That's not what it means to be humble, right? It's having a realistic understanding or a realistic thought of who you are. Yeah. But it's not putting yourself down. I think a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm humble. But no, you're just too hard on yourself. Right. Like that's, that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. and, and at the beginning, you may be listening to this and you may be struggling with that. The odds are, the numbers that we have that listen to these episodes, there are people that are struggling with, 
their self-worth. Right. Off the bat, you are worthy. Mm. You are worthy. You are valuable mm-hmm. um, because of who you are. Yeah. Which is you're a child of God. Yep. And you're valuable because of what you cost. Mm. The blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have sent his son to die for you if he was like, you're not worthy enough. Right. And he wouldn't have chosen you. He wouldn't have sent his son if God did not value you super highly. Right. Now, that doesn't mean God valued me, look at me, but that means like, <laughs> hey, I, you have self-worth. Yeah. Um, now, there's a lot of people that deal with depression, deal with these things. Maybe you need to seek counsel. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to go see somebody that's a professional in this. I'm not also saying that just knowing that God loves you is going to fix everything. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that go on that. But I, but I just wanted to start to go, you know, you know, humility is thinking is not thinking less of yourself, but it's thinking of yourself less. Mm. It is, it is your whole world wrapped around you. Yeah. Right. The Bible talks so much about identity mm-hmm. and having a right frame for your identity is the key to both sides of that issue, man. It's like, if you think you're trash and not worth anything and you look at all the people around you and you think they're better than you and their life's perfect. Like your identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's a firm foundation. Yes. That's a firm foundation to build a life on. But then the flip side of that, it's like once you reach that, that level of stability, it's like you can recognize that the good things in your life and, and the successes that you have are not because you're just some awesome person. It's because mm-hmm. of your identity in, in Christ. Christ. Yeah. It's because he loves you and he cares for you. It, it, it works both ways. It's like absolutely. that identity is, is central to having a right mindset. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's huge. And so, so, you know, we're not gonna talk about that long, but I just felt like someone needed to hear that mm. uh, of just, Hey, you uh, are, are worth a lot to God because mm-hmm. you are a child of God. Yeah. Um, and so know that you have worth. Um, and then also know if you're, super big on yourself. Like you also have worth and it's in your identities in him. Right. And that, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, that should also humble you mm-hmm. knowing that your worth, um, and your identity is in him. Right. As well. Um, I know you had some verses. I was going to hit on these things here coming up. Yeah. And then if you can jump in with whatever you want, for but sure. you know, for me to talk about, um, being humble and this whole episode is about humility, being humble. We could sit here and say, be more humble. <laughs> think of yourself less. Yeah. Be cool guys. And then I'd be yeah, like <laughs> my brain doesn't work that way. I like very tangible goals. Yeah. Right. So if, um, you know, you know, I could sit here and say almost anything you want, Chris in life, you could obtain Mm. almost anything. Even if you're a kid or now, if there's a goal that you have right now, we can almost guarantee you that you will accomplish it. Um, Almost, right? (laughs) Like, I don't think you're going to play in the NBA. Probably not. I don't think you're going to play football, right? So there's some some physical limitations of some things. But if it's like, hey, me and my family, we want to go to Europe one day. Well, we can plan for that, right? Yeah. Like, we can start saving money. We can start doing these things. Or it's like, hey, next summer, I want to be ripped. I want a 12-pack or whatever is down there. I don't have, right? <laughs> Six-pack, 12-packs. All the packs. I don't even know what it is, right? Well, we can work towards that. Right. Or if you're in school and you're like, hey, I want to be a doctor. Okay. Well, we can work towards a path to do that. Yeah. To being that takes work. Mm-hmm. And I think to be humble takes work as well. We can't just say... Think of yourself less, guys. Dunzo, have yeah. fun. Episode over. Yeah. You're going to be a better. There needs to be some action steps. Right. So we're going to hit three action steps. There's there's way more. Mm. There's a whole lot more stuff. And we'd love to hear from you guys on, hey, here's how I work on this. Here's how I see this. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, here are some practical steps for you guys listening here. Um, if you were to do these things for this next year, by next year, by June, whatever, what's the date? Seventh, <laughs> eighth, ninth. 
whatever day it is, you should be more humble just by doing these three steps. I believe. All right. I believe. I like it. All right. Number one, I think it is make a habit of thanking God. Mm. How, how often do you sit and just thank God? Yeah. Um, and I don't mean one of my favorite times in our household is our, uh, dinner prayers. Yeah. Because that's when our four year old wants to pray. Yeah. He's like, I want to pray. And it's all, and it's all thanking God. Yeah. And it's great. But he typically will lose track of what he wants to say (laughs) after like number one, he'll say, thank you for my family and thank you for food. And then he looks around. He's like, thank you for the refrigerator. And thank you for the table we had. Like yeah. he just starts, you know, just naming things. But I think there's some cool innocence in that where for it's sure. like, he's just thankful. Right. And thanking God. How often are you thanking God? Mm. How, how often are you listeners spending time, not just at the morning, not just the night, but during the day. God, thank you for this relationship. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you mm. for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for what I have. Thank you for my family. And just start just being thankful more and more and over and over again. Yeah, that's good. I, I mean, that that leads to uh, an extension of that question. It's like, do you talk to God? Well, <laughs> well, then I guess you have to go back to there, right? Do you, like, do you have a, a, a mindset where your eyes are open to see how God is moving and blessing you? Uh, that can be huge things, you know, promotion at work, you know, new house, whatever, or it could be a cool breeze, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Man. <laughs> seeing a bird, like, yeah, singing in a tree, but like, it's a mindset. I think, I think having an attitude of gratitude, oh, Ooh. can't believe I just said oh. that. <laughs> it's a way of approaching Such life. A minister. <laughs> it's a way of having my eyes open to the world around me to be aware of God and to just, that's a constant thing. That's not a, I'm going to, I'm going to set aside 10 minutes a day and yeah. And, and you can do that. Yes. But, oh, yeah. but uh, man, if you can really start looking at the world around you through the lens of thankfulness, I, it's what you just said, man, I guarantee you that will lead you to a humble, peaceful heart. Well, and I think and you'll find you will gain more than just being more humble. Yeah. Like, like you'll be joyful. You'll, yeah. You're going to gain a lot more think, stuff. I from think that. peace is a big component of oh, that. Oh yeah. You know, you talk about anxiety and depression and stuff. It's like, man, if I can, if I can just open my eyes to the goodness of God around me, that's going to give me some level of peace. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. And, and just, um, and this doesn't have to be like eyes closed, hands together yeah. and pray, but just like during the day, keep your eyes open. Yeah and seeing him. And then one, we talk about thinking of yourself less. Mm -hmm. We are in such a, we're in such a culture of what do I got to do? How do I get better? How do I get more? What do I got to do? And we're constantly, now there are healthy ways to think about yourself. Sure. Your spirituality, your family, Mm -hmm. your health. There's things that you need to think about yourself in a way. Right. That's healthy. But if you're constantly 98% 98% of your thoughts are just about you. Mm. And they are. Like, I think that's the default. That's the natural. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a shift. And, it's, and, it, and it takes work. Like so, you said, yeah, it's something so you got to be conscious easy. of and, and, and work towards. And, you know, to kind of go along with what you were saying, I think it's, there's two ways this, this can go. We can, we can be totally oblivious to God's blessings around us, and that can get us down because we, we think we're up against it. And, or we see other people and go, well, how come yeah. I don't have that? Or, or it can go the other way and we can say, man, look at my life. Look what I've built. Look, look at how awesome I am and, oh. and how I'm, I'm, I've got everything I want because I did it. And uh, I, just, I was reading this morning, and uh, these two verses from Psalm 147 really uh-huh. jumped out at me because it kind of, I mean, it speaks to my own personality yeah, and my yeah, own struggles. Yeah. But Psalm 147, it says, he takes no pleasure. It's talking about God. He takes no pleasure in the strength of a horse or in human might. No, the Lord's delight is in those who fear him, those who put their hope in his unfailing love. Like God's interested in your heart. And if you can give God your heart 
and a mm-hmm. humble spirit and a humble attitude, he's going to take that and do some awesome stuff yeah. with it. But if you're looking around and saying, look how strong my horses are, <laughs> look how, look how strong smart, I am, how smart I am, I am yeah. how good I am at business or whatever it is like that, that's not the path to a healthy spiritual life that's sort of grounded in humility. It's like, no, God wants those people who, when all else fails, they're putting their hope and their trust in him. Absolutely. That's good stuff. Um, you know, I think thinking about how God has blessed you will, you know, just keep the focus off of you the majority of the time. Right. And it'll be on the one who deserves it. And just yeah. thinking about him and over again, I think, you know, Deuteronomy 26, um, 11, it says, then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. Mm-hmm. Are you rejoicing about what all God has given to you? And that could be this cool air. Mm. It could be a rain shower. It could be a new home. It could be whatever it is, but just going, God, you put me in a place for this. Yeah. Like you, you have helped me get to a position that I could go on vacation or that I could have time to sit today. And you just placed this amazing sunsets right in front of me that I get to see your wonders and just rejoicing in him and all those different things. Yeah. Um, It's a, uh, it's, it's a, I'll say it again. It's a mindset. And it's just funny, I, I won't go down this rabbit hole, but just we have such short memories. Oh, yeah. You know, you think about the Exodus story and, and you know, like you were talking about Deuteronomy, yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is all yeah, speaking yeah, to this, yeah. but like God literally through miraculous means yeah. just brought the people of Israel out of Egypt and into freedom and like in the blink of an eye, they're like, man, bump that noise. Give us a golden calf. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're done with like, this. Can hey, we man, go we, back to Egypt? Hey, like, yeah, we, what's going yeah, on? We'd rather be slaves. Yeah. What is all this? And God is just constantly reminding them. He's like, don't forget what I've done for you. Look around. Open your eyes. Everything you have is because I love you and I care for you. Stop forgetting about me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And we're the same way. So, like, oh, it's yeah, easy absolutely. to look at them and be like, dummies but like we do the same thing i have this beautiful wonderful life it would be so easy for me to like get twisted and think man i must be pretty awesome you know to have all this stuff that i have like no god 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 right it's it's a it's a way of thinking it's a way of being yeah and and it may be hard for you to do this you know what you said of like hey it may not be 10 minutes every day but it might be yeah it might be two minutes i challenge you um, over this next week, take a piece of paper out, uh, get your notes out on your phone, whatever, set a timer for like two, three minutes mm. and just start typing or writing down things you are thankful for. Yeah. And I promise you, you're going to be like, oh, I need more time. Mm-hmm. I need more time. And if you do that every day, every other day, it's going to become that habit yeah. um, to kind of seeing him. Mm. It's not easy. It takes work, guys. Yep. So doing that. Um, number two, dose. Doses. Uh, <laughs> uh, look for ways to serve other people. Mm-hmm. Look for ways to serve others. I I think that I think serving others might be the most efficient and effective ways to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to fast track yeah. to humble yourself, go out of your way to find ways to serve other people. Absolutely. It'll put you in your place. Yeah. Now, there's a flip side to this. Afterwards, you, it's easy to beat your chest, mm. right? It, yep. is, it is easy to be like, look what I did, yeah. right? And, and, and you may know some of these people, I, none pops in my head, but you can see people being like, well, I've been, I've been to Mexico 47 times yeah. and I helped build 9,000 houses <laughs> and I helped raise, and you're like, God did that. Yeah. Like you were just a vessel for him to use to go do that and yeah. praise God for that. So, so this isn't like, Hey, I raise so much money. I give so much. I serve so much. I help so much. It's no, it's, I'm doing these things to put myself in a place and know I need to humble myself and know I need to think about others, right? Yeah. Thinking about yourself less and thinking about other people more and how can I love them? Right. Um, I think we'll, will will expedite this humble process um if you go into it with that mindset of i'm here just to serve like jesus served yeah we are hands-on people you know like i think i think communion is a great example of that it's like god god knows like i just said we're forgetful um and so we have to have these 
markers or touch points in our lives where we remember the important things. And man, service mm-hmm. is one of those for sure. Yeah. It's, it's like you said, it, it, it does both of those things. It, it reminds you of your place in the world mm-hmm. and in the kingdom. Um, but it also, you know, shows you how God is moving and working through communities and through, you know, yeah. people and all that stuff. And man, all that stuff is so important to having a right mindset for yourself. Well, and I, and I think that we get on this, and I know that I have for sure, you know, done this. Of we go on this mission trip. Our church, we go to Honduras every year. We didn't go this year because everything, but um, and we didn't go last year because everything. But we um, we go to Honduras and we build houses, about two or three a day, different teams. And then we do food bags that we carry out into communities and we paint orphanages and we do, we do a bunch of things in there, but there's something that happens when you're on this mission trip and it can be a local or it can be, you know, a global mission or wherever you go. But for some reason when I'm there, like they could be like, Hey, we need you to carry this food bag eight miles. And I'm like, Yes. Like I'll do it. If you were to ask me that right now, if there's yeah. something that came to my building right now and said, Hey, will you help me carry this two blocks down the road? I'd be like, Oh man, can we get, some, who do we got here that can help them? Right. And, and, and that's my fault. Yeah. But for some reason we're going to mission trip. We are dialed in to be like, I will do whatever to serve you. Yeah. Uh, because that's what I'm here to do. And I think we need to bring that mission trip high mm that service oriented back here yeah. to our everyday lives, um, just to be like, how can I help other people? Yeah. And you turn your your lens, your scope, whatever it is to, how can I help? Yeah. How can I serve other people? Because mm-hmm. we're called to do that. Yeah. And I think sometimes people get a little caught up in, you know, order of actions. And they think like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not in the right mindset or I'm not the right person or I don't have the right attitude to go do this or the right skill or the right skill. I think sometimes that putting yourself in the position of serving others can help you develop the right attitude, can help develop your spirituality, Mm -hmm. can help develop the right sense of self and humility and God. Um, You don't have to have it together to go into service. Yes. Going into service can put you in the right spot. So, yeah. like, if you're sitting there and you're like, "I'm not spiritual enough to to <laughs> serve," or whatever it is, like, or even like, "That's not my talent." Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of struggle with this. I, I've I've had a conversation with a friend a few years ago about this. Of hey, I don't I don't feel like I'm good at helping in this area. I'm better at this area. Yeah. And Paul kind of says that some yeah. to be teachers, some sure, to be prophets, absolutely. some to be right to so go back and forth. But I, I, I don't want us to get trapped in that mindset mm-hmm. of like, well, that's not my skill set. Yeah. I am better at. Let me just sit back and pray for you. Sure. Instead of let me help push your car this way uh-huh. or help you know this or whatever it may be. I think again, I, I say this all the time. There's a bit of getting out of your comfort zone and being like, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. I trust in God. And so I'm going to go do this. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. God made people made whoever's listening to this. He made you to do something really, really well. Yes. And that whatever that is, it's got application in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. But I think we can also use that as an excuse. Yep. Yep. And to say, well, I don't know if that's really my thing. You know what? One way to find out what your thing is, if you're sitting there and you don't know what your thing is, go do some stuff. Go do it all. Find out what like charges your heart up and turns your light bulb on. (laughs) Uh, God will, will provide that for you. And like, you're not going to mess it up. I think think that's a big thing too. And, And I struggled with that for a long time. It's like, well, I'm not really qualified to do this or to say this or be in this situation. Like, it's not really up to me. Like God just wants me to be faithful and do it and he's going to work out the rest. And if it doesn't go well, okay. it don't go well, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, and, and just doing it just because like, that's just, I mean, how many people did God call to do things? Yeah. And they were like, I'm, 
I'm, I'm not the fit for that. Yeah. Like that's not my skill set. And God's like, I don't care about your skill set. Yeah. I have skill set. Yeah. And I want you to be this right now. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a part of that just saying like, Hey, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, man. Moses, God's like, Hey, I need you to go get these people up out of Israel. He's like, uh, I'm not a great speaker. I like to stutter <laughs> a lot. I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, okay. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't really need you. Yeah. I'm using you. Right. It's me doing it. That's right. I just want you to say yes. Let's go. Yeah. So I, I think service there. I think a big one in John 13. Um, we have the Last Supper. We have Jesus with the disciples in John 13, and he uh, they are getting there for you know the festival, the Last Supper, and he washes their feet. Mm. They they come in. He takes his garments off. He wraps his towel around his waist. He gets down on his knees and he washes his disciples' feet. And Peter is one that we hear about that's like, yo, what are you doing, man? <laughs> He's like, not my feet. And Jesus says, like, if I don't wash your feet, you're not a part of me. And I love how Peter's like, well, then wash my, like, just wash it all then. Like, I'm all down then. Um, he made a real 180 there. But, <laughs> but he does that thing. So he washes their feet in this ultimate act of humility. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to get into, like, why people wash their feet. They had dirty feet, guys. They had to wash feet. But that job was was designated to literally the lowest, the low, the lowest servant on the totem pole. Yeah. That's who would wash people's feet. And Jesus took that act. Yeah. Um, and so John 13 and starting at verse 12, he says, when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them, you call me teacher and Lord. And those are like capital. Like yeah. those are big names. Those are only reserved for the highest of high. So you call me teacher and Lord and rightly so for that is what I am. Verse 14. Now that I, your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. And I love that because he says, not only should you be service minded because I am serving you, but I've also humbled myself mm -hmm. that I, I am God's child. Like I am the son of God. Mm -hmm. I am the Messiah. Mm -hmm. All those things that you have read and your ancestors have read, it's talking about me. Mm -hmm. Like I am the savior that you are looking for, but I am also the ones on my knees serving you. Right. Humbling myself down here. And he says, I do this. So then you can also go do this. Um, and I love that example. Cause sometimes we go, well, what does Jesus say? Jesus says, get on your knees and serve, get on your hands and feet, use your hands and feet, do whatever you gotta do, serve. Mm. serve other people and have that humble spirit. Don't think that you're above other people that you can't drive out of your way. You can't give a few bucks. You can't be inconvenienced. You mm. can't do whatever. Like he says, look, humble yourself to know your time is not that more important that you can't stop and help somebody. Yep. Uh, that your bank account won't be hit or like, no, I can't do that. Or this will happen or whatever it may be. He says, I got you. Yeah you go and serve other people and let people show and know because they're going to put these disciples up. Yeah. Once that Jesus is gone and he knows they're going to be looking to you disciples. Yeah. And he says, now you go wash feet just mm -hmm. as I was washed feet. I think that's a beautiful story. And this is an example of Jesus serving and humbling himself. Yeah. Not only uh, probably also on the cross is an, also another yeah, big example, but that's what I was going to, that's where I was going to go <laughs> with this. Yeah. Uh, like you said, we're not going to go into all the details of this story, but yeah. like, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around what a, what a big deal it was that Jesus did this to us. It's kind of mundane because we've been reading this stuff. And we've heard this, yeah, yeah. but it is a picture of God in flesh, putting himself in the lowest place as an example to his people. And as crazy as, this action was and how beautiful it is it it was just like a shadow it was just a little taste of how low jesus actually was willing to go and he would go in the next few days in this story and uh my mind just goes to philippians 2 on this and this is just where we just have no excuse as followers of jesus <laughs> to think of ourselves too good to do anything in the kingdom of God. And it says, adopt the same attitude as that of Jesus Christ. So like we're talking about this mindset, this way of being, 
And then get this, you've heard this before, but just really let this settle in. Who existing in the form of God, basically that's saying Is he's God. God. Yes. Who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited or used to his own benefit. Mm -hmm. What did he do instead of that? He emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death. And not just death, death a humiliating, yes. painful, excruciating, awful death on a cross. Yeah. So if God <laughs> is willing to do that, what what is it that you're going to tell me you're not willing to do? <laughs> Ooh. Just, I mean, yeah. we, there's there's no out on this one. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm I'm gonna be late to my appointment if I. St right. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. So if this is the <laughs> if if this is the seed of our humility as followers of Jesus, hey man, we just don't have any excuses. We're stepping on some toes got, you, up in this. Got one. to serve. This is huge. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, uh, and this dovetails perfectly into mm -hmm. I think this third one. Yeah. Uh, um. And the three things to actively remember and think about to become more humble. I think the last one is remember who you are mm -hmm. and that um, really Romans three twenty three says for all have sin and fall short of the glory of God. Mm. We need to remember that first we are sinners, right? Yes, we are. And I'm, I know this is weird because if you were to go back earlier, <laughs> I did talk about know who you are. You're a child of God. You're valued, uh, you know, and all those things are true, but I think we also need to know that um, also in light of this service, that there is no amount of service and things that we can do that is going to gain us into heaven. Right. So there's no amount of attendance checklist for church and how much you give and how many mission trips and how much you serve and how much you pray. All those things are great because God wants you to do that to, to focus on him, love him, serve him, know about him more and get you to be the best person you can be. Right. It's not to do that. So, Oh, I'm doing these things so I can get into heaven. You need to realize, and it will humble you. It mm. is a wave. It's a humble wave to know <laughs> there is nothing that you can do to gain access to eternity with him. It's already been done right through Jesus on that cross that you just talked about. Yep. So we kind of realize that, that, you know, we loved our, you know, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. I'm at work. Look what I did. Surely I'm getting to heaven. It's like, yeah, but not because of that. <laughs> it's this full surrender to him. Right. Saying, okay, I'm here to serve and love because of you. Um, and to know that, you know, to remember who you are, that you are a sinner who needed a savior and you have one mm. and it's already been done. Um, and I think by that, um, again, that, I, th I think that big wave, there's a big humble wave should go, oh, he is it. He is Lord. I am not done so. Right. And I'm never going to be that. I'm never going to reach that top. It's interesting. On, on this point, there's such this weird combination of things that is happening here. <laughs> because remembering who you are, a sinner who who is in need of a savior, I mean, that just means that I'm totally dependent on God. That absolutely yes. puts me in the right mindset. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if if the if the job is done, if I'm secure because of who Christ is and what he did, then I have this ultimate peace and this confidence. So like you 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 have confidence not in yourself but in who God is uh -huh. and what he's done for you. And that in produces that in you yeah. <laughs> this energy and excitement to go out and serve and to do all this and stuff. It's like, how is that? So <laughs> how, how does it work? Because, and, yeah. and, and if you can, and if you can really root who you are and what God has done for you, it's going to produce this weird mix of humility and confidence. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a it's a healthy right. spiritual, you know, confidence, not confidence in yourself. Right. It's confidence in who is backing you. Right. And who is leading you uh -huh. and who is around you, who is with you. It's not a beat chest confidence. It's hey, I can do this because 
the one who placed the stars where they're at yeah. is with me saying, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like I, you know, I think about those like cartoons where you have like that little dog that is yip, 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 yip. But then it's like that big, like bulldog next to him. It's like, well, you're confident because of that bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> you're this little bitty dog that can't do anything that yeah. will get smashed, but you're confident because of that big dog. Yeah. We should be confident because of the big dog capital yeah. D dog God. Yeah. Like, like we should be confident in him. Yeah. Um, and that should kind of lead us into that. So mm. yeah. Yeah. You know, this last one is just this like infinity circle chain yeah. where like it just produces over and over again. You should have confidence in him, um, know that you need him and it's done. Yep. Yeah. It's good, man. So to be more humble, right? Get, hit him with the three, hit, get him a recap, get him with the recap. Um, one is that you need to thank God more, mm-hmm. be thinking about every day, how to thank God more. Um, Take, a, take moments out of your day, but then hopefully your eyes will be open the majority of the day to just be thanking him yeah. all the time. Just all have the time. your eyes open. Two, uh, you will be more humble. You will, I, I think you will expedite your humbleness if you look to serve other people. Absolutely. Have those eyes open to serve other people, big ways, small ways, any ways you can. And three, remember who you are, know who you are. You are a sinner that needed God, that needed a savior, and you have one. Yeah. And it's already been done. Mm. There's nothing you're going to do that to work your way into heaven. Dunzo. It's you surrendering and humbling yourself to the king saying, you, you got it. You yep. are Lord. You're the reason, not me. Mm. I, think, I think if for the next year, if you try to focus on these three things, you will be more humble this next year. I think it'll work out. Email us if you're going to do it. Yeah. And then if you have another one, again, these are three. These are not, this is not a comprehensive list. There's a whole lot more things you can do. Um, if you have something else that says, hey, I enjoy doing this um, or I look to do this to humble myself, mm-hmm. let us know. Hit us up at thebiblebuffoons at gmail.com mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you can hit us up on Instagram, on the grams, as the kids say. As they say. Uh, and on Twitter, I'm sorry, I'm not great at that, um, at Bible buffoons, mm-hmm. uh, minus the the, just Bible buffoons. You can hook us up. Um, say what's up. There you go. Get that. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. This is a good one. I really enjoyed this, man. Yeah, man. Um, having some having some good talks about being humble. Humble and, chat. And also, we are super humble. There's people that listen to this, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a surprisingly amount of people that listen to this daily. We are surprised. We, <laughs> yeah. We are in awe of God. <laughs> we do not have this hubris yeah Ooh, there's Ooh, a word for like you that. we don't have this hubris to think of course people are going to listen to this why wouldn't they why we are so good at this <laughs> <laughs> that is not true if you oh. know the amount of times that we have to restart and stop oh, and boy. we don't know what we're doing um but we do this that hopefully you guys will learn something about god and you get to hear us just talk about our struggles and our life with christ and yeah. and if again we say this all the time if one person is blessed that's Amen. It. Yep. I, you know what? If one person's not, I am. Yeah. Well, hey, are, hey, two people are. Two people are. So if three people are, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so we enjoy you guys, listeners. Reach out to us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy summer. Enjoy yep. June, this second week of June. There you go. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> uh, but do that. We will catch you all next week. Bye, friends. Peace. <laughs>